0: Welcome to the Color of Ideas Podcast. Today I'm going to talk about being a non-visual artist. What on earth is that and what does it mean? (laughs) Well, by non-visual, I'm speaking about myself and and my thoughts on this topic. I'm not trying to give a definition that's universal. But as I see it, being non-visual means I don't pay attention to what's around me, I don't pay attention to how I dress, how I look. Uh, Sidebar here, I have a sister who's two years younger, and years ago, decades ago, when she visited me in in our first house, she said to me, Carolyn, you only have one mirror, the one in your bathroom, and apparently she has mirrors in every room. And maybe that's a normal thing, but it's kind of a, a... a metaphor for my life. I mean, not, in the, not only is there only one, one mirror, now that we have uh, two bathrooms, okay, there are two, two mirrors, but I don't look in that mirror. You know, how do I know? Well, first of all, I would know. Okay, second of all, sometimes my husband will write a note on the mirror or tape something on the mirror. And, you know, later in the day, he'll say, did you see my note? And I'll say, well, where was it? It was on the mirror. Well, I never look in the mirror. Okay, so now when he wants to leave a note for me, uh, he leaves it on the toilet seat, you know, (laughs) so I'll be sure to see it. So the idea is uh, my I don't draw any any, uh, anything from what's around me. I'm not praising this at all. I'm just stating the facts that from as early in my life as I can remember, I have been an interior person. My earliest play that I can recall back when I would be roller skating or uh, swinging on the on our little swing set or riding a bike, I was imagining stories, I was having adventures that were entirely interior. I didn't play with my brothers and sisters, I played by myself and I lived in that inner world. When I learned to read, well, that, that reading was like a huge deal in my life. I think I'm the only one in our family of five who just uh, (laughs) jumped into reading in such a huge way. So, when I started painting in 2012, uh, I was 62. Fireworks went off. I knew that this wasn't just a hobby. This is something huge that I needed in my life. And that's when all these thoughts uh, began to uh, stir up um, in me. I would go so far as to say that abstract art picked me. Uh, there's no way I was going to head towards realism because realism means observation. Uh, and I'm not observant. I mean, right now I'm, I'm hiking in a state park. And what am I doing? I'm recording on my phone. Um, being as careful as I can about where I walk because uh, at 73, that's a big deal. I do not want to trip. So I slow down over the last two years. I have slowed from a hugely aerobic, almost jogging pace to a meander. Uh, It's kind of discouraging in a way, but I've made peace with it. because if you're not going to pay attention, and I mean pay attention to where your next foot is going, your next step. Um, And since I don't do that, and I've proved that to myself numerous times because I have had falls in the last year, uh, so I've completely changed how I walk Uh, when I'm in this kind of situation. Even on sidewalks, I'm going to go really slow because there are cracks and unexpected. So there we go. All right. So, uh yes even in the woods surrounded by all this natural beauty i'm generally thinking about something or in this case talking about something and uh, that's simply who i am so i'm not visual and and as it happens that goes hand in glove with being an abstract artist because abstract art is about interior realities about energy, joy, enthusiasm, discouragement, reflection, uh, memory, fantasy. It's all coming from inside of me. So I'm rich in that department. And I think that's why uh, when I found my way to abstract art, it was such a massive surprise because I hadn't articulated any of this and I didn't know that within me in this some hidden uh, subconscious way there's depth and communication and color color who knew that color was going to be huge in my life i had no idea so 10 years into being an artist i am constantly blown away by the wealth that is within me and apparently an inexhaustible thing because I feel like every painting that I do, everything that I create from this interior abstract place, it it speaks to that moment, you know, what's going on inside of me at that moment? What am I thinking about mulling over? It's right there in the painting and that changes and so. Because it changes, it's not like, well, there are only three things that that are inside of me. No, no, it, it, it's relative to this moment, this day, this time. So it's uh, a joy to be an abstract artist. And it turns out that you pretty much have to be non, non-visual to go with this because it's not related to objective reality. It's entirely a subjective interior thing. Now... Uh, Over the years, I've thought about this um, not being a visual person and I've realized it captures much more of my life than I ever realized. First of all, you can look at me and you can tell right away she's not visual. In fact, um, my husband and I are both here at this, this state park. He swims and I hike. When he finishes swimming, he likes to use that time to read and to study. So I have a two hour hike. He has his two hours swimming, etc. Okay, well, when we came here today, uh, I said to my husband, can you tell that the, the volunteer who let us in is visual? And he said, no, I didn't notice anything at all. Okay, now that is something that I do read. I do read people, so to speak. So she had on her volunteer uniform, but she had on makeup, She had on bright red lipstick. She had on earrings and no one else. We come here once a week, all year long, and no one else does that. Okay, especially this being um, a a very rural area outside of a town of 700. We actually drive over an hour to go back to the state park that was close to us when we lived for 16 years in this area. So we know this park really well and we both love it. And that's why we come here. But like I said, the volunteer today, she is screaming of being a visual person. And you can tell that when you meet someone because they take care and you can see that they have pride in the way they look. Whereas (laughs) I don't have any of that. So uh, 99% of my clothing not only comes from a thrift store but when i buy something i look at it and I, I it doesn't have to speak to me it doesn't have to capture who i am it doesn't have to compliment uh, my white hair or blue eyes no 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 i look at something and here's how i evaluate it will it fit and could i wear it meaning can i put up with it i mean i'm not going to wear something that makes me that I'm un- uh, uncomfortable with it, uh, but uh, but that's a very broad category, you know. If like right now, I'm wearing a shirt that has a paisley design. If that means anything to you, and it's not a it's not a design that I would ever choose, but it was in my size, it is well made. Uh, I like the cut, and so I got it, and that's how I am. Uh, I get my sneakers there. You know, I I don't care if they're pink, pink, purple or whatever. If they're well made, if they fit, then I'm going to get them. And uh, our children laugh at this because interestingly of six children, uh, four of them are very visual. Um, One wants to be visual and so needs help and the other doesn't really care at all and is guided by whatever. But uh, so it's kind of interesting. And when I started painting in 2012, by which time uh, four of our children were already, or yeah, four of our children were grown and out on their own. There were still three living at home in 2012. Uh, anyway, one of the the children had already launched, so to speak. She said to me, "You are making art." such a big thing in your life, how is it that we grew up in a house that looked like a barn? (laughs) Which is to say, we had some icons on the wall. Our our religious tradition includes icons of the saints and of of the Mother of God, Mary, uh, of uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, but other than some icons, nothing else was on the wall and at the time I answered our daughter by saying you know we did homeschool six of you okay and that took everything that I had now that's the answer I gave to her but you know the real answer is because our house looked like that because um, I'm not visual I had there was nothing in me that Called for anything to match. In fact, our dishes, our glasses, our silverware, they all came from the thrift store. I mean you figure that the children broke everything that we had uh, early on. And so I started getting plastic dishes, plastic glasses, so to speak. and yeah, they all came and the same thing with the, uh, the silverware. I mean I don't know where those forks and spoons would go, but they seemed to disappear on a monthly basis. so I was always picking things up. And they never matched. In fact, when our oldest daughter uh, spent uh, a a week with a friend, we at the time lived in Texas and the friend lived in Virginia, which is the general area where we lived for many a year. Um, And she came home and she said, Mom, everything on the table matched. (laughs) I got a a big kick out of that. She really hadn't paid attention. You know, so what? Doesn't everybody do it this way? Well, no, they don't do it that way. But my kind of simplicity and my kind of non-visual orientation led to that. And thank God I married somebody, you know, who shares this. So uh, it it colors everything about who I am. Uh, I wear um, a long denim skirt and a blouse 12 months out of the year. And, And the denim skirt, they're all the same. Did I mention that? Yeah. It's one of the few things I bought online. I have six of these skirts uh, and because I like them so much, and I even have two that are put away for the future. So I like to say that I've already bought my last skirts, you know, that because the four that I have are going to last 10 years, so I'm 72. It gets you to 82. And then I've got two others that will last, so you see what I mean. Okay. Um, so the, the way I look, uh, the way uh, our house looks, uh, I didn't put this together until like the last year or so because I don't think about visual things, but I kind of um, made it my job to reflect on this. And when I look at our house now, uh, and I can look, you know, in uh, 2022, and I look at our house uh, all those years raising children, the, the, the basic idea was always a sweep up and everything else is about warehousing so it's just a matter of storage you know so so our house today is it's like a warehouse in that regard you come in and uh, the living room which is quite large this wonderful cathedral ceiling it's supposed to be the living room but it's my studio and then we have the third bedroom that's uh, what we call our den that's where my husband and i Uh, We'll sit after dinner and we'll watch something on the computer. We're not into the big screen and uh, we'll read to each other, etc. Okay, so looking at our house, the walls are from floor to ceiling covered in my artwork. Now that would be every room, the living room, the den, um, our bathroom, uh, our bedroom, Uh, there's a Another uh, bedroom, which is my husband's office, again covered in artwork. The hallway covered in artwork. Okay, the rest of the house is very unappealing. <laughs> I mean, the kitchen. Oh, yeah, that has artwork in it as well. Um, so <laughs> there's there's no sense of warmth. There's no sense of welcome. There's no sense of here's the gathering where everyone can sit and chat because we have virtually uh, no visitors. I mean the last couple of years of COVID even the family who are local you know it's rare that they come over. I see uh, one of our daughters once a week we go shopping and out to lunch or errands or whatever Um, but it's rare that she would come to our house. I usually go to hers and so the idea is that uh, there's nothing inviting about our house. What, what you get at the front door is, wow, look at the artwork, because that has captured so much of who I am. And uh, so this concept of being non-visual uh, is an important part of, of being an artist. And I, should, I would also say um, being a writer, because I've been doing freelance writing since the 90s, And again, that's a very interior thing. And I'm I'm made for that. So I I write extended reflections for my blog. I sometimes submit to uh, newspapers and magazines. My most uh, recent publication was February of 2022. I have one that I'm working on right now that I'm, I'm trying to get that one published. We'll see if that happens. But again, this is another very interior thing. I like to write haiku. Again, another very interior uh, um, activity, lots of, you know, mulling over and trying to be as precise as possible to, you know, skillfully and beautifully put together a thought. So uh, I'm not exactly sure why this all came together today, but on my weekly walks here at the, the state park, I generally do a podcast and this is what came out today. Hope, hope you enjoyed it. Catch you next time. So long.